Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Thank you for listening to In Tech Today. If you haven't already, please subscribe and rate the show on your favorite podcast app, but only after you've listened to this week's episode. Tech news and views recorded live in London in Tech Today. In this episode of Intech Today, we look at Samsung's newest flagship phone, the super expensive Galaxy S8. We'll also look at, be looking at Google Home. They've announced their smart speaker will be finally coming to the UK next month. And our techno dinosaur is away from a microphone this week, but that didn't stop us sending us a question about online shopping. As always, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Podcast, And on Twitter at Pod at J-W-O-O-O-T and at SwiftyNZ. I'm Ed Swift. I'm Josh. Weiss. And this is In Tech Today for the 30th of March 2017. 30th of March. I know, I know. How are we already at the end of the taxi? Happy Happy New Year, by the way, for tomorrow, accountants. Enjoy it. Is it the Is it the end of the British tax year as well? Well, it's the end of a tax year if you if you in some countries. If you're April to March. Oh yeah. Depends I on how. I don't you're understand tax in this country. Well, you should because, I mean, you probably have a tax bill to sort out shortly. Yeah. I have until September to sort it out. Oh, you got time. Yeah. There's heaps of time. All summer to yeah. read over the British tax code. We'll be having a chat about that, uh, something that might help freelancers here in the UK next month. But we'll talk about that later. That's under wraps. We'll keep that quiet. That's under wraps. So we are, well, it's a week of new technology this week. New gadgets announced, isn't it? Yep, exactly. Uh, and, well, in the case of Samsung, a new gadget announced. In the case of Google Home, a new, new-ish new gadget finally making its way across this side of the pond. It's new, it's new to the UK, and that's... Uh, that's what excites us because it seems that a lot of the UK is just going backwards at the moment so it's nice to get something <laughs> going forwards. So we're not bringing political opinions into the show. Not at all. We might. Well, the countdown's begun. Should we get on with it? Yeah, right. Let's, let me just put my coffee down here because I have nowhere to store it on the <laughs> desk. Um, yeah, so we're doing a podcast. Let's go for it. It's Samsung. Right, so th- this is just to recap. This is Samsung, their newest flagship phone, the thing that everyone always waits for every year at this time of year. Yeah, but I think this year there are far fewer people waiting for the Samsung what Galaxy. What is that, Josh? Uh, well, you see, last year, the middle of last year, there was a fly in the studio. <laughs> That's going to fly in front of the camera. It's all right. It? Just, we'll, we'll, we'll pretend it doesn't exist. Uh, it's, it's getting close to summer. Um, so, middle of last year, Samsung released the Galaxy Note 7, and that was their newest, uh, beastiest, should we say, flagship phone. It was a really good phone mm. uh, on paper, and I, and I stress on paper, um, because soon after launch, uh, a fair number of them basically self-combusted. 
you'd, you'd hope that that wouldn't happen to a phone that's going to be in your pocket, just suddenly starts catching fire. And yeah, yeah. So Samsung did the right thing at the time. They they recognised the sort of batches, I suppose, of phones from various manufacturing facilities that were affected by this fault. They recalled them and replaced them with phones that they said uh, did not have this fault. Then the replacement batch started self-combusting. Oh. So it was a massive... I mean, Samsung did all the right things, but it was still a PR disaster because there's not a lot you can uh, do to uh, sort of manage the message of our phones explode. Um, so, yeah, Samsung recalled all Note 7s. They basically put a... Um, uh, they sent out an update to all the devices, which meant they couldn't be charged beyond a very small amount, maybe 30 or 40%, mm. uh, and then slowly started sending messages to owners and locking down the phone, saying, this phone's not going to work soon. You have to send it back because it might explode. Mm. So it was a massive recall. Airlines around the world banned the phone completely, even if it was turned off. Samsung opened up kiosks and airports in the US where you could exchange it for a another model of phone before you flew. Mm. Um, it was huge. I think, I think you know it's bad when in the pre-flight safety announcements on the planes like here are the exits there are your life jackets by the way if you've got a samsung note 7 uh, you're not allowed to fly with it yeah uh, you have to actually leave it behind but the problem is uh that well the problem that they faced was was that uh basically i mean a lot of consumers tech consumers because everyone's got a smartphone these days well most people have a smartphone these days mm. uh, in most western countries um and uh, most tech consumers they don't really they they just have a phone and they know the brand and beyond that they just hope it works so samsung in general started really earning itself a bad reputation. A lot of airlines said no Samsung phones allowed. Really? They, um, they went to that extreme? Well, just because they, they didn't want to have their crew having to differentiate between different Samsung phones. Because, I mean, the airline crew are very well trained in getting you off a plane quickly down a slide in a disaster, not really well trained in recognizing the different model shapes of Samsung phone. And, and I guess not enough time to go through everyone's phone and be like, okay, sorry, let's have a look at this phone. No, all right, yeah, that's fine. Exactly, exactly. So Here's your hot towel. That was the big problem. Now, in the last few weeks, we've seen Samsung uh, come out with a massive global campaign on their quality control mm -hmm. uh, for obvious reasons. It's like, we've really checked our stuff this time, guys. You can, <laughs> you, can, you can trust us. So now they've announced the Galaxy S8, and it looks, again, like a really good phone, but this is familiar talk, really. We, we said this eight months ago when they announced the Note 7. It looks like a really good phone on paper. Um, so it's got a great screen it's got a fast processor it's got a really good camera it's got a nice looking design um but we have to leap straight into criticism here ed hit me with it Come it on. is super expensive yeah, actually I, I agree with you on that point i mean you're right it does look like a good phone on paper and i'm sure it is a fantastic phone but for what 680 odd pounds just for the standard oh, you, you can save a pound there Ed, at 679 oh, oh. manufacturer suggested retail price oh and you can probably even get it cheaper if you, uh, if you know, if you get a contract, but it will end up costing you more. Oh, probably. go on a contract. We've, we've discussed this. You can listen to our past episodes. Go on episodes. a contract. That's a lot for a phone. I mean, I remember when uh, you know Apple was the premium product, and you paid a lot of money for that. And Samsung came in with the innovation, mm -hmm. and they also undercut in price as well. But it seems yeah. like they're now just a different. Um, a different another type of premium. another premium yeah. smartphone. Well, I the, the, I had a Galaxy, and this was back in 2012, which was the S3, which was really Samsung's first 
big push into being premium. Hmm. Um, and it was really the first uh, proper widespread mainstream premium Android phone as well. Uh, and that was, I think it was about 25% less than the iPhone at release. Uh, and it was a, uh, just purely on paper in terms of specs, a much better phone than that year's iPhone, which was the iPhone 5. And that was the first one where the screen increased from about that big to that big. Mm. Um, but it's, but yeah, you're right. Now they're just, they are just premium. Um, so I, I don't, the specs might justify the price, but I mean, you know me. You Bush, like Bush phone. Josh is a guy that likes cheap tech. Well, not cheap. I like to get good value for money. Yeah, uh, and so looking, it's, looking, it's a lot of money to drop. So looking at that, as at those specs and at the price, you wouldn't say that it's good value for money. Well, okay. Let, let's have from, a look from at some an of the initial specs. view, of course. Let's look at some of the specs. Uh, a rear-mounted fingerprint sensor. Okay, got one of those on here. This phone was one hundred and ninety-nine pounds. Okay, uh, Bixby AI assistant with a dedicated button. Now, Bixby is Samsung's new smart assistant because, of mm. course, this is all the rage now. Everyone's uh, got one. You've got uh, Amazon Alexa. You've yeah. got Go- OK Google. Yeah, that, well, that, uh, yeah, that, that's called Google Assistant. Now. Yeah. Um, but again, I've got Google Assistant on here. Yeah. Uh, and, and we don't know how good Bixby is. If it's anything like Samsung's previous iteration of its smart uh, assistant, which was uh, at the time they brought it out with the S3 to compete with Siri on Apple, which was quite new and exciting at the moment. Now Siri's terrible. But anyway, mm. that's another story. <laughs> um, if it's anything like, I think it was S Voice uh, or that's something right. like that, which was horrible. Yeah. It was really awful. So hopefully Bixby's better than that. Um, they've gone also very Apple with their display. We know Apple like to call their displays retina. <laughs> the retina display, rather than telling you just the basic specs and saying this is uh, HD or 4K or QHD. This is our own screen um, that we can't tell you anything about because we don't want to. This is retina. Uh, Samsung have an infinity display. Ooh. I mean, it's a good-looking display, but just give me the specifications, please. Um, also, apparently, they have refined the user interface, which is desperately needed because... Um, if you don't know, Android phones, uh, I mean, you've got Apple phones, and they're all made by Apple, and they all have the single iOS. There's no variation at all. No, it's that's just it. Android phones are all made by different manufacturers who are, are signed up to, uh, it's the Open Handset Alliance, I think, with Google, which lets them use Android. Google makes Android and gives it to the manufacturers for free. And most manufacturers tweak Android to their own uh, sort of user experience. Uh, Samsung's is called TouchWiz. And again, it is awful. <laughs> it has improved the last few generations, yep. but I think refined user interface. I hope it is refined. But anyway, I'm. So a lot of people like Samsung phones, so don't get me wrong; they are quite good phones. I've got a few problems with them. I think there are much better phones out there for cheaper. But this is just such a massive expense um, for so many people, and I, I, I don't know. I don't think iPhone. You know, if you're buying a new iPhone, I don't think that price is justified for that. So I de- definitely don't think that £679 for this is uh, is a good price. But we'll see what the phone's like. Of course, and after the Samsung, they'll have their, they'll, you know, this phone will be out there for a few months. Then they'll come out with a cheaper A model as well, which will have very similar specs. Yep. So would you suggest even if you, if you wanted to go with a Samsung phone, if you were dead set on getting a Samsung Android device, would you suggest getting this one or waiting until either the price drops or they get or they bring out the A series so the A series or the mini series or whatever they're doing with it this year this, yeah. this is Samsung's business model they have their premium phone then a few months later they bring out something very similar looking uh, with with stripped down specs for much cheaper and I think 
that's um, if you absolutely want a Samsung that's the way to go but again uh, this, the, the latest Samsung A series are more expensive than and I'm using the Bush as an example here there are others like Wiley Fox uh, and Blue BLU uh, a number of smartphone, smaller smartphone makers that are doing really good phones for cheap and even cheaper than the A series for better specs so I reckon if you want a good phone and you're not set on the brand, don't go for this. Don't, don't go for the A-Series. But if you're absolutely set on a Samsung and £680 is a lot of money for anyone, yeah, wait for, wait for something um, a bit cheaper, a bit cheaper to come along. Mm. Continuing on our theme of new technology, well, this is kind of new-ish because we've known it's been out there for quite a while. I've been it, waiting to play with one. I know, same here. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it finally coming out. Next week, in fact, it's, hey. it's actually it's seven days now. Seven days until... Maybe it's eight, actually. Uh, seven, day, seven or eight days until we get Google Home here in the UK. You're not even going to be in the country, are I you? I know. Well, I might as well just go get it in America and bring it back. Ah, uh, wrong plug. Ah, uh, true. You want the right plug. I can't be bothered with adapters. You want a chunky British plug. It's probably just a USB plug like the Amazon ones, yeah, anyway. True. Anyway, Google, Google finally announced this week that Google Home UK is actually going to be arriving here in the UK. Yes. Um, next week. April 6th is the date. Um... You know, this is the new trend. Having a smart speaker that can, uh, you know, answer your questions, that you can just say, play music, um, and it will do it. You can uh, set it to link with your home automation device. If you've got a Hive uh, thermostat in your home, you can say to your say to your device, turn up the temperature in the living room, or I'm coming, uh, you know, say I'm coming home, turn on heating. Or so I don't, I don't know. I haven't got a Hive Not yet. Not today, my God. I know you wouldn't. You want the aircon on turn today? Turn on all my fans. <laughs> But you could do that, you know, if you had smart plugs set up in your home, you could say, turn on fan in living room, and it would do it. Um, this is becoming, as I said, the new trend. Amazon has been out with a device for a while. They've had the Echo, and last year they also introduced the Echo Dot, a much smaller a version, a cheaper version, which you can, ha- you know, you can order several, have them all around the house, and it can, you know, listen to your commands. So, you know, you could say, Alexa, turn on the heating, or Alexa, play Spotify, and it would do it. And I really apologise to those people with Alexa speakers who have just had their music start playing does over this work, podcast. Like, if you're listening to this podcast on Alexa, does Alexa listen to itself? Yeah. Oh. oh, I don't know if it listens to itself. I, it I might really do. Hope not. That would be a um, an awful design. I'll, for. I'll try this, and we'll come back in a couple of weeks, right. and we'll see if how, how it goes. Um, but it does mean uh, you know you can't. It makes you. It's meant to make your life so much easier. Um, but how does the Google Home actually compare? I mean, looking at the stats, um, the price over here it's going to be uh, 129 pounds for Google Home. Now that is significantly more expensive than the Echo Dot, the small tabletop version, which but. retails for around about 50 pounds. But it is cheaper than the full Amazon Echo as well. And that's the equivalent of it, though, because it's got a really good speaker like the Amazon Echo. Exactly. Whereas the Echo Dot is designed for small uses or to be plugged into your existing speaker system. Or even connected to a Bluetooth speaker as well. That's how I've got it set up in my bedroom. I've got it so it turn it on, turn on my Bluetooth speaker, and it just just connects straight away. So... In terms of comparing the Home to the Echo, which is what we'll do today, um, the Google Home does come in a little bit cheaper. Um, both of them respond to voice commands, and both of them are always listening. So, you know, it, it's not necessarily recording all your conversations, but uh, it's always listening for that key command, whether it's Alexa or whether it's OK Google. 
Right. In terms of music streaming options, um, both of them clearly have their own platforms. Google wants to push their Google Play music service. Amazon want to push their Amazon Prime music service. So they've each got their own one. But they do link in with other services such as uh, Spotify. Uh, Google has a bit of an advantage that you can also uh, link in with YouTube music as well. So, you know, you can just start uh, streaming all those YouTube videos through your Google Home speaker. Well, although we're still waiting for YouTube uh, subscription to be a thing in the UK. That is true. I'd, I'd, I'd get it. I, I, I'd pay for it. They've got I it in New Zealand it. before the UK. Bizarre. Maybe that'll change. Hopefully that'll change with this release. You know, Amazon, uh, Google has actually said uh, we will have a few British uh, tweaks to it and a few surprises for our UK customers. What they are, we don't exactly know yet, so we'll have to wait and see. Cornish pasty delivery. <laughs> Fingers crossed. I don't well, actually, you know, you, can do, you, you could do that on the Amazon Echo already. If you, Just Eat has a what they call a skill, uh, yeah. which is effectively an app for yeah. the Echo and Echo Dot. And you just say, order me my, t- my favourite takeaway, yeah. and it will do it. But uh, I don't know about you, but... There's, aren't too many Cornish pasty delivery services around me. Well, that, maybe those Cornish pasty, pasty, <laughs> Cornish pasty shops uh, should actually get onto those services so we can just say, Alexa, order me a Cornish pasty. I haven't had lunch yet. I'm so He's hungry. really hungry. So <laughs> um, Amazon has a bit of an advantage here, though. So um, when it comes to smart home devices like Nest, like uh, Philips Hue, like Belkin Wemo, Amazon already have those partnerships in place, and you can just add those skills and it will work. Google Home is still playing catch-up here a bit. They've got mm-hmm. links with Nest, Philips Hue, Belkin, Wemo, Honeywell, but they, there are a lot of other things that they don't have. They don't have um, If This Then That, for example, which can connect to even more devices. If you haven't heard of this, If This Then That, you set up what's called a recipe, and it's fantastic. No, they call them applets now. Applets. They've changed the name from Ooh. recipe. I was disappointed. I like the term recipe. It's nice. It's like yeah. you add a little bit of this, add a bit of that, and you get presto. What do you know? Um, but it's effectively an, an an online service which has its own app and everything. We say, if this happens, then I want this to happen. Yeah. So you could say to Amazon, run whatever applet, and it will run well, a certain combination I, of steps. If I uh, am within 100 metres from home, uh, turn on the lights, or when I get home, turn on the lights. I've got if this and that set up at the moment so that uh, it, it says, uh, when I arrive at work, put my phone on silent and then when I leave work turn it back to loud and I don't have to it just does that mm. or when I uh, leave the house turn off Wi-Fi which helps save battery mm. um, so yeah if this then that would be an excellent service to have on it I, I think the other problem is is that uh, Google is going to be playing catch up in terms of uh, getting the service out there Amazon have been heavily marketing it mm. uh, in the UK the, the Echo for, for months since it was released almost a year ago now mm. um, and I've seen a lot of people have taken it on board a lot of uh, my friends and people I know have it at home now mm. uh, they've already spent the money they're not going to spend the money on another platform um, but I think that's going to result in another format war yeah this is going to be the next format war exactly. the last format war we had was um, was, was what uh, Blu-ray versus HD DVD and Blu-ray ended up winning and taking uh, yep. taking the standard that being said I, I mean I, I'd actually compare this more to the Apple Samsung uh, oh, Apple Android. Apple Android, yeah. sorry. Um, well, I think that is also an... Well, that was a platform war for a while, but that now they coexist. They coexist, yeah. and you have options. And I think this is going to be the same here. I, I do think, while Amazon does have an advantage in the fact that they got out first, and they have a lot of these uh, services set up, there is 
a case that you know Google could ease, they've got the resource they've got the money behind them they could easily say no we're going to put everything into this now and actually overtake Amazon they've, they've, sure they've come late to the party but they could become the biggest player in yeah. the market because they are Google yeah. they have a lot of stuff that integrates them and especially if you've got an Android phone uh, that's one easy way uh, you know that they could say well we're better than Amazon because we can now you know read out when you've got new emails or something like that you know they, they have the ability to get even more integrated into our lives than Amazon yeah. too. Of course, Amazon does have that advantage in the fact that you can easily order things on through Amazon store and they do have advantage disadvantage depending on how you're trying to control your budget that is and it can be very easy just to say Alexa as we've discussed before Alexa order me uh, adult nappies not that I need them I just wanted our listeners to have to deal with that Um, and there we go now now approve that purchase Mm. um so whether Google Home will take off, I think it will eventually. I think they've come a little bit late to the party now. Yeah. But I think there is great promise there, and they could actually be the uh, dominant player in the smart assistant market. Yeah. I think Google have the they've got the weight behind them, don't they? Yeah, exactly. I think the other thing they might need to do is actually just come out with a the smaller device like the Echo Dot, which means that it's actually cheaper and more accessible for a lot of consumers as well. But we'll have to we'll just have to wait and see. I'll be getting the Bush smart home. <laughs> it's time for the Techno Dinosaur. Now, the Techno Dinosaur is away from a microphone this week, so we don't have it asking us a question on air, and I know some of you guys just hang out to hear Michelle. Um, She's got a bit of a fan base, I saw. Yeah, yeah. four or five fans. <laughs> just a few. Um, but uh, We do have a question from her, and yeah, I'm a bit nervous about this, because the, the email I got was, Tech Dinosaur question fashion and I was thinking oh no this is not my area of expertise I mean look at us if you're watching the live stream or watching the video look at us we managed to make a massive fashion fashion faux pas today we've got very similar shirts not the same shirt like we've done in the past were you you going for sort of a lighter shirt for the weather Uh, no this is more the last shirt I had that uh, was dry well this was done all the washing today I I went for a sort of a lighter thread count uh, for the weather it's not working I'm still bloody warm yeah I can tell I mean look at uh, Yeah. Anyway, anyway, uh, Josh, what is Michelle's question this week? Well, Michelle has told us that she uh, she sees a lot of clothes that she really likes online uh, from online only shops, mm-hmm. uh, of which there are many, uh, many. I mean, you could start with ASOS, or as some people prefer to call it, ASOS. Uh, there's, uh, I saw one on the tube yesterday, nasty gal. <laughs> <laughs> Nasty gal, boohoo. Um, I mean, I I couldn't so name many, them all, but there so are many online retailers, and, and they don't have uh, any shop fronts. Mm. Um, and, and she said, so she sees the clothes, and she really wants to buy them, but she's worried because obviously buying something online, it gets sent to you. What if it doesn't fit, or it doesn't look as good as you thought it was going to be? That's exactly why we have fitting rooms at uh, clothes shops that yeah. flies back. Um, <laughs> so, you know. W- is that concern valid? I guess she's she's trying to ask. Is there anything she can do uh, to sort of ease her concern? Um, to be honest, in my opinion, that concern isn't valid anymore. Yeah, Michelle. Sorry, Michelle. Um, look, I, no, it, look, it is it is a valid concern. Let me let me yeah. re-go on that. But it doesn't, but it doesn't need, need to, be. to be. Yeah, exactly. Um, there are so many shops out there, uh, like retailers like Boohoo and ASOS. Um, nasty they, gal and nasty gal. <laughs> Uh, wow, I said that in a British accent. That's it's the, it's the beginning of the end. Um, You're assimilating it. Um, oh, it's been a year and a half. Now. Well, you've got a British passport. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> 
just blending in. Um, those sites will actually say, well, look, if it doesn't fit or you don't like it, return it after yeah. trying it on at home. We'll offer you know your free return bag when you when you order your purchase, and it's sorted. We'll either exchange it or refund you or whatever you want to do. So you get to you get to have it at home. You can try it on at home. And if it's not right, you send it straight back. Exactly. So easy. So easy. And it's not just those sites. I mean, sites like Amazon as well. Yeah. Um, you know, those big retail- retailers that aren't just doing clothes. If you get a product and decide, no, nah, actually, that's not for me, mm-hmm. you've got a period where you can return it. And actually, it's important to note that uh, under EU law, so for the next two years uh, in the UK... One year and 364 days. And, and in perpetuity everywhere else in Europe, um, you actually have, if you order something, it's the distance selling regulations, it used to be called, the, the name has changed in the last couple of years, but uh, if you just... They're still referred to as that. Anything you buy where you didn't physically look at the item in a shop, you, have, you legally have 14 days um, to return it. Hmm. So if you buy anything online, you can send it back within 14 days, no matter what their returns policy says. That's your legal rights in the UK and the EU at the moment. Um, but there's also another service that's uh, that I've spotted that's doing uh, something a bit different to make this easier. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, Doddle, which is uh, one of the big parcel services. They have shops uh, at least all over London that I've seen. Um, and in each of the... So what they are, they're a parcel pickup service. You yep. get your parcel sent to Doddle so that you don't have those annoying cards through the door telling you to go collect. They get sent to Doddle, you stop at Doddle on the way back uh, from the tube or whatever. Mm-hmm. But Doddle shops also have a, a, a trying-on room there. So you can open the package, try on your clothes, and then send it back from the Doddle shop so you don't actually have to faff about at home and then go back to the post office. It all happens there. So you kind of get that high street experience. Um, in a delivery room. Yeah. Well, no, it's a fitting room with fitting a door. Room. Sorry, yeah. You're not just trying no, it on. No, but I mean like a delivery centre. You make that sound like a birthing human here. <laughs> so, so, Michelle, to answer your question... It is a valid concern, but it doesn't need to be. Yeah. Um, the, the other thing, I mean, we saw this a few years ago when uh, Adidas came out with their Rugby World Cup jersey. Yeah. And they said, this is the price we're selling it for in New Zealand. And then an online retailer over here in Europe was saying, well, we're selling it for a, f- a third of the price, maybe yeah. half of the price. Yeah. So, we, I mean, there is the other option you could do. You could always go into the store. Of course, this is if you find it cheaper somewhere, if find the product cheaper somewhere else. You could always go into the store, try it on like everyone else did with those jerseys, and then just order it online at home. So yeah. there are ways around it. That's, that's of course, not the uh, most, uh, not the ideal option, but, you know, there is another <laughs> Well, we do know that uh, Carrie's PC World is just the Amazon showroom these days. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and now uh, I think we had a question from our feedback. Yes, we did. Uh, it was a question from Frank, and I think it's on uh, on your screen there. It is. Uh, and Frank is asking. He's uh, sort of sorting out his house at the moment, you know, doing the general, now that the weather's a bit better, doing the upgrades, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's asking if a TV aerial is still a necessity. No. no. Um, so... I mean, most of you will know you can watch things on demand via the internet, yep. and and most televisions or uh, set-top boxes or streaming sticks uh, will allow you to access most streaming services. And I would go out on a limb and say probably most households at least have access to this these days, even if they don't use it. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, look look at all the smart TVs that yeah. you know it, it comes built in with apps, or if not, you can easily just download them. Yeah, download the apps, or if you got a TiVo with Virgin or a Skybox or a BT or TalkTalk Talk box, whatever, it's all there. But a lot of people still want to watch live channels, and sometimes I still want to watch live channels. Um, 
and there is a way to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have uh, like a streaming stick or a smart TV or something like that, uh, on, on BBC and ITV, uh, and I'm not sure about Channel 4 and I 5. I think Channel, Channel 4 definitely does, yeah. and I think Channel 5 does as well, over you, here in the yeah. UK, of course. You can stream the channel live. Um, but there is also a service called TV Player, and you download the TV Player app, and that brings all of the live channels, as well as on demand, into a single app mm. that you can stream. So that's essentially taking putting what you used to get from your TV aerial and instead sending it down your internet connection. And that's quite a good service. And you can pay uh, a premium fee to get some paid channels as well. Hmm. So... You know, it's like a, it's like a sky light, I yeah. suppose. Of course, uh, we would say if you are watching, uh, if you are listening to this in the UK, um, if you are watching live be- live television or watching BBC on demand, you do need to pay a license fee. So it's not yes. completely free. But uh, see that as a tax, basically, because yeah. it is because it is a tax. But um, also, if you're listening to this in the UK, I hope you've paid your uh, podcast fee. And if you haven't, uh, my bank account details are on screen right now. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, uh, and one final piece of feedback that's come in via our Facebook live stream. Remember, you can watch this every week live at facebook.com slash intechtodaypodcast. Uh, from Martin McDonald, uh, thank you for the link for adult nappies. Just to clarify, oh, nice. I don't actually need them. That was more just so if you had an Amazon Alexa, which I'm hoping you do, uh, Martin, that it might have just ordered some and sent them to your house. Um, Save enjoy. it away, though, Ed. You never know when you'll need those. Well, so, you know, we've got a good uh, few years. Well, I mean, that's the hope, right? Yeah. <laughs> And that's all the time we have. Uh, yeah, thank you for joining us. We um, we won't be here next week. Or the week after. Uh, because we're both uh, enjoying... Uh, we're on hiatus. We're on, yeah. Let's just say we're in negotiate. No, we're, we're on holiday. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're, we're off. But uh, we will be uh, basically whacking together some extra content to keep you uh, keep your technology thirst uh, quenched <laughs> should we say indeed and yeah. we will be back here with a live video and a live and a full podcast on April the 20th so just on uh, April the 20th April we'll, we'll be back at nearly the end of April I can't believe it's that next thing you know it's going to be December and we'll be talking about Christmas again Anyway, let's get through summer first. (laughs) That has been in tech today for the 30th of March. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you here in a few weeks' time. I'm so excited for lunch. Technology questions? Comments? You can contact the show on Facebook, In Tech Today Podcast, on Twitter, In Tech Today Pod, or at the website, intech.today. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.